Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. On today's show, I have a very special guest. His name is Bruce De Torres, and he published a book in 2021, early on this earlier this year. The title of the book is God, School, 9-11, and JFK, The Lies That Are Killing Us and the Truth That Sets Us Free. And he and I were on a, another podcast, Divulgence. We just discussed 9-11. It was me and Bruce De Torres and Donald Jeffries. So that's when it came to my attention. I'd actually seen his book title as a recommendation on um, Amazon as, as some of the other books that I was looking at. So I reached out to him and uh, on fairly short notice, he agreed to the interview. So I'm delighted to have him. He's going to talk about this book. I think it's it, it's very well researched. He's clearly uh, been following the kind of uh, alternative narratives on some of these subjects, school, 9-11, JFK, and some of the names pop up that I'm familiar with, but he can talk more about that. So again, the author's name is Bruce De Torres. Bruce, are you there? I am loud and clear. How are you today, William? Doing great. Thanks for agreeing to the interview. For people who may not have heard our earlier uh, discussion, 9-11 discussion, which I thought was excellent, and your uh, you know involvement, and also Don Jeffries was really terrific. So uh, that was really a great interview. People can go check that out. But people who haven't heard that, can you talk a little bit about your background and how the gestation of this book, God, School, and JF, 9-11 and JFK, began? My pleasure. Uh, first, I just want to squeeze in the recommendation, folks, go to my website, brucedetourist.com, to read some amazing reviews for this book. So you'll read all about it, and you'll know whether or not you then want to click and, and get a copy. I certainly hope everybody does. Um, in 2004, a fellow I had just met at a business event who I'd kind of spent the day seeing and also hearing he spoke from the stage and he told this conference to look into 9-11. It was not what we had thought it was or what the news was saying it was, the quote-unquote official story. And I asked him a bunch of questions and he persuaded me. And I got back home. This was out of town. And I got back home and I started looking into it 2004. And I haven't stopped researching, uh, period, because... It exposed all that's wrong. I've discovered all that's wrong with the official story. I saw all that indicated it was an inside job with the collusion, if not the participation of the highest levels of our government and the, their background. So from the bushes, you get into skull and bones from that. You get back to, um, who owns the wealth of this country and the control of the media and the control of education and the control of uh, medicine and pharmaceuticals and the media, if I didn't say that, and the money and the Federal Reserve. And it pulls the curtain back on what is mocked as conspiracy theories until one does one's own research and you realize how much of current life and stories and events are staged and then lied about in order to exploit, harm, and unfortunately kill lots of people, not only here at home, but around the world in all these unnecessary wars. And uh, I, I didn't think of putting that into a book for 10 years until... Uh, 2014 when I decided to wrap it 
with what I had already written and put in a drawer about consciousness and the nature of reality, the idea that since everything's made out of energy, even thoughts, that's why thoughts become things. And this is a mystical and magical realm that Buddhists and other Eastern philosophies and mystics and New Agers and people who have mystical experiences and people who do hallucinogenics and people who've had near-death experiences and come back and describe what they experienced after they died. I had written about that. I had gotten the idea to write that in the mid-90s, just that. And then uh, I had kind of put it in the drawer because... I had said all I wanted to say about it, and I didn't want to say anything unnecessary about it. I, Because I read voluminously in and around that, William, and I didn't want to repeat what I could just reference in another book. So I had 39 or 41 pages just about the energy and consciousness and the nature of reality, and this is all a spiritual thing, and no one's ever really heard. And when we die, we just see more of what's really here because consciousness is eternal and it's really love. All that lovely stuff, all that stuff that Marianne Williamson feeds humanity so well, you know, since the 1970s and 80s, that is my only solace. And I put that out there as that's the truth that sets us free, not only the truth about these horrible events, but looking at my title here, that's why the title is God's School 9-11 and JFK. All those things are real. They're just all the official stories are lies. I make the case in my book. God is real. He's just, he's not this separate other daddy in the sky that you are not and I am not. It's a seamless thing that exists, this field of energy, consciousness, love, whatever we want to call it. And school is real, but it's certainly not meant to uh, teach us anything or empower or equip us to live wonderful, creative, expressive lives of health and freedom. 9 11 is real, but so you can get the point like that and in my book in a short 175 pages i've i've I, I list i make the case like a lawyer why uh the official stories are bunk and what seems to have really really happened and i speculate on why because after those chapters there's a chapter called a brief history of the united states which takes us from the founding up through today about a lot more skullduggery behind things like you know the Civil War and the foundation of the Federal Reserve in 1913 and what caused World War I and World War II and things like that. And then I was able to squeeze in a chapter uh, called COVID-19, um, which, yes, folks, uh, is another example along the lines of these other examples. And it's funny that I've said everything except JFK, and I'll Describe this for a second and then ask what you think, William, to invite you back into the conversation. Um, studying the Kennedy assassination, one discovers President Kennedy and why he was killed. One discovers his greatness, and it's the largest chapter in my book. And I call him a reason to be cheerful, just like my ideas about my ideas, the ideas I explore about what energy is and what our potential is as things made of energy. 
to learn about President Kennedy for me is to get very, very inspired because he uh, was a man of integrity and authenticity. And I would coach anyone to practice those traits and what creates those in order to have a satisfying life. And he also was a great example of, of a very, very integrated uh, soul or, or human, I would say. So, William, that's a big table we just set. What do you make of that? Yeah. What do you want to? What do you? What do you want to look at first? There's a lot to unpack. I mean, you have your conception of what God is. I mean, I think all these subjects are so important to unpack because, just like the subtitle, all of them explain. I think our my view of God would be very different than yours, but I think there's a lot of lies too uh, about those conceptions as well. So maybe we can talk about. Uh, why you think or expand on the importance of JFK before he died or was murdered um, on November 22nd, 1963. His, his major importance is how he, with eyes wide open, tried to steer the ship of state uh, for the good and the health and the happiness of all Americans and for people around the world and tried to be a president according to the classic, literal definition and intentions of the United States government as spelled out in the founding and it, it brings sorry to interrupt, but it brings to mind the the statement that the reason he was killed is he thought he was president, right? So he actually thought he was a president. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you've heard that kind of uh, that axiom or phrase. Sorry. Oh yeah, if and if if I plagiarized it because I'm something like that's in my book, <laughs> you know, um, and it's it's what. Your salvation, our freedom would take is for all of us as individuals. And he, he tried to teach this, and he did teach it, um, that this country only works with an educated and a knowledgeable and a concerned citizenry um, who hold our representatives' feet to the fire, who guard the guards, um, who self-govern through our representatives. So... His his greatness was was also that he saw and he knew, obviously not enough, that he was up against forces that kill to win and went forward anyway. And it's humbling. It's it's astounding uh, and it's challenging and it's scary and it's frightening because one subconsciously or consciously concludes that's what it takes to be an adult. That's what it takes to have courage. That's what it takes to think for myself. And that's what it takes to draw a line in the sand and say, no, this stops right here, whatever injustice you're talking about or looking at. And it goes no further. And that's, what I was thrilled about as a child and 
first, second, third grade, the first you, wherever you first encounter or encountered, maybe it's not so common anymore, what the founding and the founding fathers were all about summed up in give me liberty or give me death. Well, if you're going to be that statement, you're going to have a very, very strong backbone and you're going to know you're going to catch some arrows and you're going to go forward anyway. So, William, that's the amazing and the astounding thing that we had a president not that long ago. You know, when you're in your 20s and your 30s and your 40s, 60 years sounds long ago. But the older you get, uh, you, I, I realize, wow, that, that, was, that was the year I was born. I was born in 1961, 60 years ago. So right, my mom is my mom is 80 so she knows all that stuff. She was uh you know 23 uh, when it happened so she remembers everything. I don't know if we yeah. really at that time really had a kind of media or alternate media that could really expound or explicate on the research of JFK at that time. We certainly didn't then. We do now but uh right, yeah. there was he was up against a lot of powerful forces and really um to saw him as a real threat the Bay of Pigs um Cuban Missile Crisis, kind of going his own way and and going up against people who had overthrown, I mean, after World War II, the 50s was really just a American, Pax American decade of overthrowing government after government after government all over the world. So he was really up against entrenched powerful forces. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, he's, and it he's, wasn't just his death, right? It was the whole story around his death, the uh, lone assassin and the whole story about that, uh, you know, was uh, easily. Now it's yeah. it's easier to take it apart, right? His assassination, yeah. yeah. There's there's mountains of evidence and research by truth loving individuals, citizen researchers, and journalists who've uh, found and handed us on a silver platter lots of books and documentaries and videos and interviews and seminars and lectures and conferences that that bend over backwards to set the record straight because it's the only, you know, I say good things will happen when enough of us know. Um, and all of this about Kennedy, I, th I hope I got into my one big chapter about him, but throughout the whole book talking about the state of America, I've recently, it's been, for a while now, because all I do is read. I love to read. I was always reading about history and presidents when I was a kid just for the fun of it. And I was either believing the mainstream story or I grew up knowing that the Oswald story was a lie, that Kennedy was killed by a conspiracy. I just grew up knowing that because you could that started coming out by the time I you know, was in the 70s and 80s. And then, of course, Oliver Stone's film in 1991. But William, to make this point, it really seems at least every 20 years, some gargantuan tragedy is inflicted on America and, and probably the other countries of the world or the whole world as, at large to traumatize each generation. No generation gets, goes, gets away with not having. Each generation has a horrendous, traumatizing event to destabilize our trust in life 
and to make us feel powerless and to accept when our government assumes more powers and sells that idea to us to protect us. Follow me. Right now, this COVID thing is a, is a trauma of epic, unprecedented proportions on a global scale. And if our quote-unquote rulers or the, the elite, the rich of the rich who run and control governments, do that to us in order to cow a population into submission and ramrod these uh, extra measures of tyranny, surveillance, and controls on them. 20 years ago, we had 9-11. 20 years before that, we had the attempted assassination of Ronald Reagan, which he survived. And then one day, public school children were put in front of televisions to watch a teacher go up in a space shuttle for the very first time. And all eyes watched what? The Challenger explosion in 1986. The death, the sudden death of, of those astronauts. 20 years before that, you had the Vietnam War and the public execution of President Kennedy. 20 years before that, you had World War II. And yes, I make the case in my book that all these are manufactured from people behind the curtain. And then you have the Lusitania, then you have the Maine. Well, you, well, you don't you, you, well, you, you, Right, but right, that's World War One. 20 years before World War One. In the 80s, the 1880s, another president was killed. 20 years before that, President Lincoln and, and the uh, Civil War. 20 years before that, the Mexican-American War. And that's, that's good enough. We could go back. We could keep leapfrogging back 20 years each time. But isn't that an interesting pattern, William? Very much, yeah. Very interesting. And it's basically like of, the shock doctrine. Have you ever heard of the shock doctrine? Like that whole book? Like Naomi the, Klein? The, yeah, Klein's book, yeah. I mean, I that's what they do in Chile yeah. and all these other places is scare yeah. the crap out of people. Yeah, yeah. disaster capitalism? You, is that Right, the, you have that whole section in your book on MKUltra. I think that ties into this whole situation. Yeah, man. The uh, the CIA. That's a nice uh, tangent in the 9-11 chapter. Um, I say we can't overestimate the reach and the manipulation and the nefariousness of the uh, CIA. Um, it's astounding. And I have tons of examples. And, uh, you know, in the back of my book, I've got 43 or is it 46 pages of the sources of, of the many, 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 many books, articles that I've, that I've read and the, and the web, you know, the, the documentaries and just everything that I looked at and, and, and drew upon in order to uh, say something substantial in every sentence of my 175 pages. And, um, you know, uh, oh, here's the hope. It's just that, you know, if enough of us get challenged to look into the truth of these things, to get convinced, and then get challenged to spread the word, to start conversations. Hey, have you seen the evidence that the COVID official story is nonsense or that the 9-11 official story is nonsense or that 
the war on drugs was nonsense or the Vietnam War or the Kennedy assassination or World War II or World War I. And, and when enough, this is my fantasy and hope, William, when enough people know, enough cops and soldiers will know and they will unbuckle their belts, they'll put down their weapons, they'll take off the uniform and they won't inflict unconstitutional or tyrannical measures against us. And they will join us in trying to live and live under and fulfill what is outlined by the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and the best thinking about self-government and what's a republic and how do we live and let live and how do we help create health and freedom? It's that or it's suicide because we're at the edge of a number of cliffs, wouldn't you think? Yeah, we're looking over a precipice. There's no question. Absolutely. No question. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just, I mean, when you take this kind of wide angle that you have of this historical angle, you can see how tyrannical these events are as the government towards its own citizen. citizens. I mean, look at COVID. Look at 9-11. It's off the charts what they've done. We don't even know what the real numbers are on COVID. I can't figure it out. I don't trust anything the government's put out. Do you? No, because I've, you know, you can find what uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s put out there and what Del Big Tree, Big Tree has put out there on the high wire. And you can, and, and all these folks that are, are giving a camera and a microphone to the hundreds and thousands of scientists, researchers, and doctors censored and hidden by the mainstream who like you just said, they show how there's no reliable test or definition of a case. There's no there's no reliable criteria, criterium, criteria for a death. So it's those are completely discountable. And the that the the enormous amount of medical literature and studies that go back decades about how harmful masks are to the general population, harmful, let alone also useless for what we're told, how they help us, they don't. So, um, You're being told yeah, to it's... obey, you know, get in line. Just, <laughs> I mean, you can just see what, what Biden just said, like you're all getting a shot or, or you're getting fired or whatever. I mean, it's total authoritarianism, but yeah, the PCR test wasn't accurate. Um, they actually just threw a case out. A guy said, prove to me that the COVID virus exists. They couldn't prove it. They couldn't prove it in court, so they had to throw that out. They just had Denmark downgrade the pandemic to just a normal disease. I mean, it's, nice. you're just, I mean, that's really the power of the media, the Mockingbird MK Ultra media, of really just showing something different. Yeah. I think that there probably is a virus there. I think that, but the solutions that were presented by the medical cartel were worse than the virus itself. So... They made it worse yeah. with it, and the, and the vaccine's unnecessary. Their their efficacy is is beyond question, unreliable. I mean, it's be, they're obviously yeah. this, and they're, this Delta scam was really just trying to cover up the lack of efficacy of the vaccines, in my opinion. Yeah, and um, uh, our challenge is how to converse with people 
who believe what the mainstream, what they've believed their whole lives. Right. You know, that folks on television are telling the truth, that presidents and governors are telling the truth. <laughs> and those guys who are on TV, a lot of them are part of the medical cartel. A lot of these people are, uh, are in a revolving yeah. door with Pfizer and stuff, and then they get on there. Yeah. Fauci, oh, yeah, we're going to do another. Yeah. They keep testing yeah. it out. We got to do another burst booster and maybe yeah. another after the next Delta. They're making billions yeah. of dollars and people are dying. They're, the statistics on how many people have died from the vaccine aren't reliable either. Okay. Let's so, now we got now <laughs> we got to unpack what you just generously gave us the revolving door between these people, health officials, the Fauci's pushing the the, the the disease scenario and pushing the remedy, how they are compromised by financial entanglements and investments from the pharmaceutical companies and the patents. I think that. Fauci's agency holds if Fauci doesn't personally have patents on the back, the, the quote unquote vaccine that's being sold. So how he's monetarily benefiting from this scenario, uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s children's health org is a great resource to back that up and prove what, what you just said. And then the other part you said, it's escaping me um, also needs to be, uh documented oh the um how many deaths have come from the vaccine oh, how many how many deaths and whether it's a real virus like yeah 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 um you know something went around in in early 2020 i've spoken to doctors who said it it took it took out the old and the infirm the classic folks who are who die from the viruses but that's been happening day one yeah Right. Every winter, every low sunlight, low vitamin D season, that that's what happens. But like you said, it was real to this extent. It had really, really scary, freaky symptoms. And there were some doctors, whistleblowers, a fellow in Brooklyn who came out and said, it looks like they're suffering from oxygen deprivation, like they're in a plane and there's not enough oxygen. They're blue in their fingers and the coagulation of the blood clots, you know, so that's consistent with all the evidence that it's a bioweapon that was, you know, funded and made in labs here and or in Wuhan. Okay, we can parse that, but there's plenty of evidence that an honest judicial or or agency that cared about our, our health and the truth would say, we need an honest and open investigation to look into this because there's right. so much evidence there that, oh, that's what you said. A new any new medicine from the farmers, the giant pharmaceuticals especially a vaccine, in my opinion, is to be avoided at all costs because of the deaths and, and the damage that they've done by rushing bad drugs to the market just to make money for the last 40 years. All the time. At, they've at done least, this. You know what they do? The they time. rush a drug to the market, yeah. knowing that there's going to be payouts down the road. They've done a calculation yeah. that they can make $2 billion, pay out $400 million, come out ahead, and they've done that over and over again. It's That's unbelievable. Right. Some of those drugs you take from the pharmaceuticals <clears throat> are really just sales skills because their efficacy is almost infinitesimal. Like the whole statin market is a fraud. It's one of the biggest freaking frauds on the face of creation. If you really reach uh, research that, the you statins? Pre- did you say, yeah. did you say, okay. Statin drugs what? are a total, go look at the efficacy of statins. Okay. They sell statins out as a 1% right. benefit to the average person. And they probably would derive, derive a five or 10% benefit 
if they lost 10 pounds. So it's a total joke. The stat, it's just a pill, Rockefeller pill, you know, is a solution. It's really snake oil. It goes back to the foundation of the Rockefeller family, actually. Uh, So don't get me started. I mean, it's really bad. I mean, and I think that if, and you know, you can tell if you think this COVID thing is like some up and up and totally legit and people who are talking to you on MSNBC are legit, you can go watch their ads and see how much money these companies are making off of pharmaceutical sales, but also how little they've told you about natural immunity and asymptomatic transmission. They almost never talk about those very core elements of health system. Whereas like, why aren't they testing to see if you're immune? Because that's the best kind of immunity to anything. So that's how you know this thing is a fraud, 100%. Right. And this is, to say it like that, which is how I I see it, sets up he said, she said, and a pushback. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. And to win hearts and minds, I like to remind myself and and to coach others to phrase it like this. A juror, we the people are a jury, okay? It's the height of foolishness, given how authority through all history abuses their own people, to just believe what your government tells you. Okay, And then you read a book like mine and you realize, wow, these government institutions and the corporate media that's telling their stories have lied, lied, lied with lies that have killed, killed, killed lots of people. Right. So you mentioned democide too. Yeah, you mentioned the word democide. Yeah. So maybe we should take it just with a grain of salt. And friends... Here's a list of these sources that have the evidence of why COVID's phony, vac- the, the, vac- the so-called vaccines are killing people, why masks are, are, are useless, in, in fact, harmful, and make up your own mind. I think that's just, I'm thinking like a salesman, Will, to, to, to get more people to listen to, to, the, you know, to, the, to, the, uh, to the counter-arguments to the official story is to put the ball in their court and respect their ability to think for themselves and just get try to get an engine started up in their minds. Yeah, you ch- I can't even turn it around. You know, if the first thing you heard was um, the government killed JFK, I would argue don't believe that until you look at the evidence and then also look at the government story. Read the Warren report. Read, read the Warren report, then decide for yourself, did, was that a, an open and honest investigation? Where does the evidence line up and respect your own intelligence enough to look at these things? What do you think about that angle? I think it's a good angle, especially when you see Dulles and what John J. McCoy are on the Warren Commission. It's so, it's so laughable. God. Yeah. I mean, anybody who knows these characters would just – blush and shock that those guys are sitting on the war commission but it seems to be kind of a common theme between this talk and when we chatted on divulgence is how you kind of are trying to impart your insights or research to some people so have you had experience where people just brush you off call you a conspiracy theorist think you're insane is that i mean is that kind of is that kind of where you're coming from i have lots i've had that happen a lot um, and I've had, you know, probably an equal share of folks who who get intrigued, you know, because what I say makes sense if they can hear it. Some people just can't hear it. So because I want to win more folks over, I'm always thinking about how to, as a as a 
respectful adult who who loves life, doesn't want to argue, and I want to I want to be also want to be effective. You know, there's that there's all this maneuvering. You know, when well, when people negotiate anything, um, but it's so important now because highly educated people all their lives they respect people's degrees, they respect their expertise. And it's very hard for a lot of folks who are in the medical community or who know doctors and nurses or administrators, and everybody's getting the shot, to, for them to even consider that the whole thing could be a house of cards and a gigantic fraud. We have to, I, I, that gets me very humble because these are, these are good, decent human beings. And I'm at the age where I've done so much soul searching and I think we all do our share of it. I've resolved, I have to love existence and I have to love my fellow humans. I have to love our our innate need to go with the flow, go with the crowd, go with the herd, go along with peer pressure, you know, and yet try to have a conversation that pierces the armor or the concrete to very educated folks who work either in the media or the government or in, in the medical industries who are hook, line, and sinker with the masks and the other protocols because they've they have they never had the habit or they didn't have you know, they lost the habit of thinking for themselves and just even imagining you know questioning everything even question why do i believe what i believe um nazi germany in the 30s is a great parallel i think to what the world's going through right now and that happened incrementally and it's very very instructive because um, folks are unthinkingly believing in authority for a number of reasons, not only because of blind worship and, uh, of the educated, but if you're a Democrat or if you're left-leaning, well, now, you know, you, you, there's, a, there's a lot that's persuaded such people that um, COVID is real because the, the Democrats and Joe Biden, quote-unquote, espouse it. And um, if you question covid you're a right-leaning you know trump-loving you know conservative and to to try to untangle that knot is is a is an effort worthwhile right um there's yes no doubt this <laughs> you know and, and and here's another fun thing golly folks i just want to equip i, I want to fire hose so many resources and things like that please do um, go ahead no, my, my book was published by Trine Day, T-R-I-N-E, Trine Day, which means good day. And if you go to trineday.com and find podcast episodes, there's about 50 interviews that my publisher, Chris Milligan, has done with many of his past authors about everything under the sun. And each interview is about a half an hour long. And it's soup to nuts, just like my book. It's soup to nuts, exposing so much that's fraudulent. And I hope that if a brand newcomer who's just starting to get curious to question the official mainstream story about anything, 
would listen to three, four, five of those episodes and thought for themselves, wow, these guys make a lot of sense. They're talking about their books that are really, really well-researched. Because if you can open someone's mind to think that, hmm, 9-11 was a fraud, the uh, you know Oklahoma City bombing in 1995 looks like it was a fraud, the uh, shooting of President Reagan looks like a fraud, the Vietnam War was a fraud, the Kennedy... President Kennedy's killing was a fraud. Robert Kennedy's killing was a fraud perpetrated by uh, others other than the Patsy's Blaine. Martin Luther King Jr. At some point, I'd like to think that that person would say, gee, there's a pattern maybe, here. May, maybe COVID ain't quite what the government and the media are telling me. That's it. That's that's. The, the wedge I want my book and my interviews and everything you know that I when I you know that I do about this kind of stuff to just wake up a mind because it's it's really it's really it's a crime to lie to people it's a crime to fool them it's a crime to take their tax money and use it for things to solve things that you actually did problem problems you actually created in order to get tax dollars to spend on quote-unquote solutions that generally are just cover for more crimes like drug smuggling or, you know, right. there's a laundry list huge of Huge wealth transferring operations. COVID's a huge wealth transferring op. More money created in the last two years than created in all the United States. Huge giveaways through the through Congress based upon a panic. I mean, yeah. and the, the yeah. medical cartels making a huge front money and just mind raping the crap out of people with just off the charts. Do you mind taking a few questions, Bruce? My pleasure. Okay, let's see, because we're coming to the end. We're about 37 minutes. Let's see. Kenami says, how about a question about how public schools and institutes of high, quote, higher learning, unquote, are super spreaders of the leftist virus? Do you have any thoughts on that? Well, yeah, if we could agree on what the leftist virus is, I think it's those are super spreaders of, of viral ideas that are anti-human. I call school a crime against humanity in my book. I think that, and I'll be, this will be a short answer so we can get more questions. Um, the, uh, it's school is unnatural. It's a crime against human humanity. It manipulates and squeezes us out of what and how we would bloom and blossom naturally as, as animals and as human beings, as rational creatures with inalienable rights and 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 a soul and a purpose that that deserves you know given free expression can create the most amazing art beauty love wonderful happiness and, and health so school is the opposite of what it portends to be you know something good for us something that we need something that helps us become the best that we can be um you just have to look at the american rates of depression and addiction and alcoholism and suicide to realize we we're messed up and school is part of it Yeah, for all the ideologies and the, and the neurotic things they want kids to think about how to orient themselves to the world. It's, 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 it's mind control. It's trauma, yeah, it's trauma, based mind. trauma. Yeah. You get graded as a human being. You're almost stamped like a side of beef. Like this is grade a grade B put people yeah. in boxes unnecessarily. I've been through the system, man. I thought, you know, I didn't question it at all. But looking back, yeah, yeah. I, you yeah. Know, it's unhealthy to a lot of people. You want to talk about trauma? 
trauma-based mind control. Some of these schools really are. And the indoctrination is getting worse. So, and that's before anyway. COVID and masks. Anyway, right. But I mean, you got a lot in this book. I think a lot of people should check it out. It's got a lot of very important themes. People can uh, like the subtitle says, literally killing you and looking for what sets you free. Um, mm. Is there anything you'd like to add before we wrap up? Anything I've missed? No, and I like the screenshot right there. You know, tryingday.com, you can search and find my book, or you can go to that website, brucelytourist.com, and click right there. It takes you to the sales page. Um, William, how long have you been doing? Uh, how long have you been posting your truth-telling endeavors? Well, uh, well, kind of off and on. I really had a, I was really kind of a YouTuber. I was posting videos for a while, and then I worked for Ed Opperman as a producer for three or four years. And then kind of left earlier this year. And then I got kicked off of YouTube. So now I'm just kind of really putting that stuff out on podcasts and broadcasts. But off and on, like I interviewed Lisa Peace, excellent book, A Lie Big mm. to, to Fail, I think is the title of her book. That's a, a trying day publisher. Yeah, no, no that's she, I don't think I don't think I don't think that's trying day. Oh, I thought it was. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, but that's I can't an excellent wait book. to find out. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I could be wrong. I thought it was a trying day book. So yeah, lots of good authors there. I would uh, some of those books Oof. I would recommend. Not all of them, not all of them for sure, but that's a whole nother interview. Uh, but yeah, I've been posting. I started kind of doing more recently, more interviews, kind of expanding what I'm doing. I mean, I, my podcast reached like the top 1.5 podcasts in the world, so it kind of made me change my my you know perspective on how to do things so now i got Streamyard, so i upgraded to Streamyard, and uh and i had a really good response so i'm really uh you know have a good time it's really interesting for me i learn a lot from my authors you know every book i read just uh mm. i get another little angle but yeah so i would say yeah. really kind of posting much more so in the last six months for sure good good and so people you recommend people go get the book through your website where is your social media or contact information? Is it through brucedetorres.com? Yeah. And uh, I'm on Facebook and, and uh, Facebook's where I post a lot of stuff, uh, probably on a daily basis. Um, and you can read, you could like me there or friend me there or on my website. I've got my email, Bruce at brucedetorres.com. Anyone wants to get in touch with me, please do. Yeah. Yeah, check out this book, guys. What uh, uh, are you have any other projects or anything coming up in the future? This one was published in what April? It came out. Yeah, it came out in May. I think it hit the streets. Nice. Um, I helped Chris Milligan, the pub, my publisher, with the weekly podcast that we do there, interviewing his other authors. I introduce everybody and I kibitz with a few questions at toward the end. Um, we're doing it on this coming Wednesday. We're doing a live Zoom event based on a new book called The Valediction, Three Nights of Desmond, uh, which is a look at America's duplicity in Afghanistan through the 1970s, putting in perspective how we meddled and tortured and just manipulated and exploited that poor country, just another poor country that we have just used and abused for our purposes. Um, that's this, this coming Wednesday, the 15th at 3 p.m. Eastern, um, folks can learn about that at um, thevalediction.net. Gotcha. And again, the title of the book is God School 9-11 JFK, The Lies That Are Killing Us and the Truth That Sets Us Free by Bruce Detours. Bruce, thank you so much for your time. Thank you.
Alright, have a good one. Stay there. I'm gonna end this.